0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serda. Lots of NFL news on Wednesday as the Chiefs get back to the practice field to prepare for the Green Bay Packers on Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. Packers starting quarterback Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID as he is unvaccinated per the NFL's COVID-19 protocols. Aaron Rodgers has been ruled out for Sunday's contest. That means backup quarterback Jordan Love will get the start against the Kansas City Chiefs. We heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, as well as quarterback Patrick Mahomes, safety Tyron Matthew, and running back Derek Gore. We'll go in that order, starting with head coach Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout, and when we get back, you'll hear from safety Tyron Matthew and running back Derek Gore. Here's Andy Reid.
1: All right. Um, As far as injuries go, um, the only one that we'll practice today is Mike Rimmers. Um, Getting better, but uh, not ready to... Go quite yet. Um, listen, look forward to the challenge of playing the Packers. Um, right now, they're as hot as anybody in the National Football League. And so um, we've got to have a good week of practice starting it off today and uh, make sure that we get ourselves ready again. Glad that we're playing here um, at home uh, again. Uh, our fans were unbelievable on Monday night. We'd anticipate the, the same thing. I mean, they're our place to play here. So anyways, with that time's yours. Melvin
2: Ingram, what tells you he can make a
1: difference at this point? Yeah, so we felt like it was an addition of another good football player, very smart kid. Um, He, you know, we've competed against him, I guess, uh, a number of times and and, uh, you guys got, you've seen him play and you know, he's getting older and he's, you know, he moved around just here a bit. But uh, we, we had brought him up in the off season, and, um, you know, and felt like he'd be a nice addition to the room. And so we we were able to get him this time and made the move. But gives you another, another guy that can rush the passer but also play the run. So why
2: didn't it work out with him
1: during the offseason? He just ended up going somewhere else. So, yeah, I mean, that's how sometimes that's how this works sometimes. Yeah,
2: reasonable think he can play on Sunday.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how go. We're not going to put him in a bad situation. So um, he just got here and he was able to sit in on the meetings, but I mean, he just got here late last night and uh, kind of got cranking this morning. So we'll see how, see how he picks things up and how, where he feels comfortable with, you know, with these veteran guys, they'll let you know. And if you keep open communication with them, so Is that
2: a significantly easier ask for him than, let's say, it would have been for a, a, a Josh Gordon of a wide receiver?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, different situation because Josh hadn't played for
2: a little bit. Yeah, right, right. yeah. But I'm just talking about learning what you guys
1: are doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, Spags does a few things. So again, you don't want to put the guys in a, a bad right. position where they either hurt the team or themselves. And we'll just see. I mean, you've kind of it by ear and see how it goes. Yeah.
3: Coach, uh, obviously you had up until maybe 10 a.m. To, to find out about Aaron Rodgers, that you were preparing for him. How do you prepare for now a quarterback that you may not have seen on film at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's nothing that's in, granted, I don't think, I mean, I, that, that I've seen. And and so we get ready for Aaron Rodgers, and then whoever they put in, you've got to be ready for. It. You just watched this last weekend. I mean, two quarterbacks come in that hadn't had an opportunity to play uh, much, if it all, and one game. So. Um, you know our guys are aware of that. It's uh, you get yourself ready to play. This league, I mean, they're small margins, man. So you get, it's a true team sport. You get yourself ready to go. Let's get
4: to Melvin Ingram. Uh, just to follow up on Adam's question here. What kind of flexibility does he give you with Chris Jones, with Ingram's ability to also play outside?
1: Yeah, no, that's uh it's a plus. I mean, if Chris is gonna do whatever. We, you know, he needs to do for us to be successful I mean that's how he rolls. So if he has to jump back inside, he can jump back inside. He, he knows how to do the outside part too. So, you know, we'll just see though. Right now it's just we're formulating, I guess, you, you, just to see how uh, Melvin handles, picking everything up right now, see where he's at. We, have, we, Irby, we haven't even seen him on the football field, another walkthrough, <laughs> you know, so. Andy, what did you
5: tell Larry? Yeah. Uh, the decision
1: was made to trade him to the Jets. Yeah. Um, so, Brett talked to him, and, and they had a good conversation. Agent and and with Larry, and um, and then I had a chance to talk to him just before it went down. So, um, uh, you know, I, I'll keep that between us. But I, I think it's great that he has an opportunity to play right now. You know, and uh, whether he does it for a year or ten more years, he has an opportunity to play. And, um, you know, that couldn't be promised right here at this time. So if he decides to become, you know, go be a doctor after this year, he's going to have an opportunity to play and he can take that with him. So I think it's great. We appreciate it having him here. Absolutely. Just related to him too, his his career arc was a little different. And he he said a number of times how you you embraced the idea of him from your childhood experience, but how
4: much did it mean to you to see him get the floors in both ways and, and, and do
1: what he did last year. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I mean, it just doesn't happen very often in this league. It has happened, but not very often. And, um, you know, for him for him to have the opportunity to do his studies in the offseason, I thought was important for him. You knew he was going to continue to work out and be diligent with that. Um, but, you know. You can name on maybe a couple of hands, maybe maybe two hands, how many guys have played in this league and been doctors, uh, become doctors afterwards. So, um, unique person.
4: Do you know, I have that right? If I remember this right, your, your childhood experience, a mom, the the yeah went to the same medical school. Yeah. And that planted a little thought with you that I'm sure you could do
1: this. Yeah. No, I knew. He could. Yeah. He, if he want, you know, if he wanted to do it, he could do it. And so, smart kid. I mean, he was focused that way right from the get-go. He let us know during the draft, so, um, you know, that was important.
4: We'll Had an opportunity to talk to Derek Gore. Fair to say that you've seen enough that he could be a regular part of the rotation while Clyde is still out.
1: Yeah, no, we feel comfortable with that. Yeah, Um, yeah, I, we we felt that way kind of coming out of training camp and was just getting him caught back up and and going off the scout team. But he, the last couple of weeks, he's really. He's done a nice job, so we felt good about putting him in. I'm just
4: curious, what did you see his work ethic throughout the
1: year that kind of led to that? Yeah, well, he's a quiet kid, but he's a a hard worker. Um, And and so that was, uh, you know, he's diligent about going. He he knew that he had to catch up in the pass game, uh, particular protections, and so he worked his tail off on that. And he got where we had confidence that he could go in and do run or pass and, and go with it.
5: Seems like he brought a different.
1: Seems like he brought a different spark to the running game. He's more physical. Um, what do you see? What do you see in that yeah, way? He's, he's different, but I, you know, I don't know. Um, Darrell's pretty good with that too. You know, he'll bring it a little bit. So um, I, I think both of them kind of complement each other. And he's got good vision. He's got quick feet. Um, can kind of dart in and out. And um, nice low center of gravity. I mean, those are his strengths. Good what, core strength.
2: What do you feel like maybe he brings that maybe you don't have? The- yeah, it's just a
1: different pitch, you know, so um, they're all a little unique in what they do. And um, I mean, Daryl brings that big physical presence that can run over people. And this kid, you know, he's got the quick feet. And if he needs to dash through, you he can do that. So so just a little different pitch that you can throw at the defense. Even if you are
6: preparing for the possibility of Aaron Rodgers still playing, obviously, you're, I assume you're preparing for the possibility. It's going to be Jordan Love. You've in kind of the situation before, but how different is preparation with the guy that doesn't, you know, I mean, he's thrown seven passes in the NFL? Yeah. and
1: You don't have a lot of film. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you know that they're not going to completely change the whole offense. I mean, that's not going to happen. They're still going to uh, run the offense. They did that with him in the preseason, and it looked like he did a nice job with it. So, um, if that's the case, you're you're prepping for the offense, and then you take those unique qualities that each one has, and you work on that. But, um, you know, that's. That's how you go about it. And
6: then, secondly, I wanted to ask you about the run, that, that you, the running game that you had on Monday night. It seemed like there were, there were more downhill effort to run. Is that because of I, I guess everything that you do is because of what you're seeing from defense? Sure. Is that particularly, what, because of what you've been seeing consistently. From yeah. That,
1: this year? Well, yeah, this was a little different this one. So, um, but yeah, that we felt like we could, uh, we'd have a better chance doing that than the latter stuff where. You know, I guess say the Eagles, it was, we ran that outside zone a little bit more, but you just have to kind of know which group you're playing against and how you can mix that, yeah.
3: A couple more guys. Coach, you said Sunday night that Josh Wooden was just this close, I guess, you know, with, the, uh, with being more overly involved in, in the offense. Does he know the route tree? Because I know you see that, like, yeah. your offense is complex. Or yeah, no, he's a good with situation where Patrick just telling him one route to run? On the yeah, no,
1: he's good with that. He's good with the route tree. It's just, you know, things didn't, he was covered, so it didn't go his way. Yeah. Perfect. You don't
4: need a quarterback, but I'm, during 2020, during the pre-draft process, did you get a chance to look at Jordan Love, and what were your impressions of him?
1: Um, yeah, I did. I mean, I, I, I try to look at all those guys, I mean, I, um, the best I can. Um, and I had a chance to look at him, and he's a good player. So, yeah, had a great college career, and, you know, he, he sounds like he's in a good position there. I, but he's got a pretty good player in front of him. Yeah. Last one by you. Andy. You kind of just went through this with Billy, but obviously, <clears throat> Green Bay is a big part of your career. I, I, how much do you stay conscious of that? I know it'll change once
4: the game starts, but is it something you're conscious of
1: during the week? Well, I mean, I know a lot of people up there. and um, But again, I mean, uh, as a professional, you get ready for, for the game, they're doing the same thing. Um, I've been gone for quite a while, you know, so uh, but I had fond memories of being there seven years, you know, it was a good time there. So we won a lot of football games. All right.
3: Thank yeah. you. Another, another year uh, you and Aaron Rodgers not being able to face
7: off. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely disappointing. I mean, uh, when you get to see an all-time great um, like him play and I've kind of watched his game for a long time feeling that I play a somewhere style, um, you always want to compete against the best. Um, but um, hopefully uh, he's healthy. It's not too bad. Um, he, I'm sure he'll come back from from it uh, stronger than he was before. Do
3: you have any thoughts on
7: Jordan Love
3: and You backup? Know, I know we haven't seen there hasn't been much film on him, but do you have any thoughts of, uh, of his backup? Yeah,
7: I mean he's super talented. Uh, I got to watch him watch some games he played in college, obviously, and he was slinging it around the field, making a lot of plays happen. Um, and then he what he's done in the preseason. I mean, he did had a great preseason, played really well. So I mean. I'm sure he'll be ready. They have a great offense uh, and he'll be able to step in and and try to do what he can to try to have success.
4: You obviously have a, a pretty tight relationship with Aaron. What was your reaction when you heard about it? Have you reached out to him yet?
7: I haven't got to yet. I kind of heard about it as I was going on to the walkthrough on on, on the field. So uh, I, I mean, obviously it's disappointing. I mean, I'm just hoping that he's he's healthy and that he, he can get through it. Uh, I mean, uh covid is a scary deal man and it can kind of get anybody so uh i'm just just kind of praying for him uh that he can get back into who he is
2: how do you look at his career in terms of your own i mean he's been one of the best for a long time now still just one super bowl i mean is that an illustration to you of how difficult it can be for one person to sort of influence
7: yeah who's, who's in- yeah i mean it's hard this it's this, this not about one guy in the sport i mean it's it's about a team I think uh, Tom kind of fools everybody because he's, he's won so many Super Bowls. But uh, it's, a, it's a hard deal to, to win Super Bowls in this league. I mean, there's, it's the best of the best. Every single year, everybody's getting better. Uh, everybody's bringing in new guys that have that hunger to try to go get it. Um, and Aaron's, I mean, he is the, the best of the best. And, he, and he, he's, he's played on a lot of great football teams. But you've got to have stuff go your way, and I understand that. And, I mean, this season's telling that you, you're not, it's not just going to be every single year you're coming in and winning every game. You have to battle through adversity to, to try to be on top.
6: Did you see any difference um, in the defensive scheme from the Giants after that drive, where you guys ran, 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 especially when you had a lot of downhill runs?
7: Um, not, not necessarily. I mean, they they were trying to change it up a little bit, um, but they had a pretty similar game plan the whole whole way through. I mean, it kind of came down to us turn turning the ball over, me not hitting some guys that were open, and uh, a few a few penalties here and there. I mean, we. Um, we able we keep being able to run the ball. I think that'll help the offense, obviously. But uh, at, the, at the same time, we have to execute. We have to find ways to drive the length of the field and execute in the red zone. When
6: you say help the offense, do you mean just because it's successful or because you might actually draw some different looks?
7: Yeah, I mean, when the defenses are playing a lot of shell coverages like they are, you're gonna you have to run the ball. Um, I think we we know that. Um, that drive was a kind of a, a way of doing it. You run the ball that many times, you get down there and score a touchdown. So um, just continue to do that. Continue to evolve that more and more on the offense. Um, and then whenever we have chances to make some big plays, we'll try to make those as well.
6: One more, sorry, one more on that. But, uh, it seemed like you picked up the
7: football after Derek scored that. Did you give that? To oh yeah, him? I gave it back to him. The first touchdown for him. I mean. When you have guys that work that hard um, and they're able to get in that end zone um, for the first time, I mean, you're happy for them because they put in the work every single day. I mean, they don't get seen because they're not there on on those Sundays. But, I mean, those guys are working, if not harder than all of us, because they're on the practice squad and then they're, they're also doing scout team, and they're also doing reps with the, with the with the first team. So guys like that, you're happy when they get in the end zone. You
2: learn anything about him in his first real playing time?
7: Yeah, I think you, you learn that he's he's a he's a playmaker, man. He's ready to go, go out there and, and step up when his, his number's called. So uh, it's great to have those type of guys on the team uh, that, that are going to put in that work every single day, knowing that they might not get the opportunity to play, so that when they do get that opportunity, they're ready to go. Do you feel
5: like after the interception to start the game that you had to change in terms of decision making, and, and how well do you think you did in terms of that? Knowing that the game started in such a such a you know disappointing way.
7: Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't think I changed. I'm trying to. I try to stay away from that. I try to stay with with the game plan, stay rolling. Obviously, wish we'd executed a little bit better. Uh, myself, uh, as the game went on, we had a few drives that stalled out. Um, but that first drive was a great drive, and then uh, I had Josh in the end zone. I just threw it a little too hard. Um, if I just kind of put enough pace on that thing, we have a touchdown there. Um, then it hits, it hits the guy behind him and shoots up in the air. I mean, stuff like that. It seems like it's happened a lot this year, but it, it happens. So uh, you kind of just move on and go to the next play. I'm talking Josh, you're talking
3: about Josh. How close is he to just really going the offense? Again, I'd ask Andy. You know, if he knows the route, because if the if the offense is that complex, if you know he's supposed to line up, could you tell him, hey, run this route so that he can be open? Because I know he hasn't been targeted much, but I know a lot of fans are wondering, you know, why did the Chiefs sign Josh Gordon if they're not really going to use him?
7: Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we we're using him more and more. It's just the ball hasn't gone his way. I'm I'm big on just kind of trying to get it to the guy that I, I feel is open. Obviously, I got to be better at making some decisions because there's plays where he's open that I haven't hit him. Um, but, uh, I mean, he knows it. I mean, he's, he's a smart guy. He picked up the offense quickly. That's why he's gotten out on the field more and more. And uh, I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll get the ball to him because uh, he's, a, he's a playmaker and we want to have that as a season, and we get to the end of the season and hopefully the playoffs. That was he noted the guy who's
2: played against Melvin what, what are you guys getting?
7: Uh, now yeah, first off, I'm glad he's on my team. I mean, have him on our team, I know we play the Steelers later in the year, so it's glad to have him on our side of the, of the football. But uh, he's, he's a guy that play. he's smart, he's a vet, he's, he's very crafty on the way he does things, he, he has all the moves, uh, but he's also really good against the pass, but really good against the run as well. And so whenever you're able to add those type of guys to your team at this point in the season that can come in and, and make an impact, um, it's always exciting to, to see how they fit in with our group.
4: You've noted uh, footwork, pocket presence, things you're working on as the season goes along. What did you notice when it comes to progress in the the film tape um, against the Giants?
7: I felt like I did a better job of kind of getting into the pocket and being in the pocket, but I feel like my base still wasn't uh, the way I wanted it to be. There was kind of times I was high on my toes, uh, which is never never good at the quarterback position. So that's stuff that I'll kind of try to, to work on this week and uh, just be better mechanically because then whenever I'm better mechanically and making those throws, the other stuff comes with it.
4: You came up a little limpy at a moment. Are you completely good from that offseason surgery? Do you feel 100% healthy and everything like that?
7: Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel fine. I mean, uh, I, I was more limpy because I kind of landed awkward in the out of bounds when I was running there, so uh, it was just trying to make sure it was all good. But I mean, I feel fine. I'm I'm ready to go, and I mean, that's what you what you do in football is you go out there and play.
5: Patrick, go? I didn't get to ask you this last week, but I want to ask you about the Kansas City current new name. Mm-hmm. I know you wore the shirt on uh, on, on Monday night. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the new Riverfront Stadium and the, the team name?
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, I had to keep the secret. Brad was asking me about it all all week, but uh, no, I had to keep the secret of the name. I mean, it's a great name. I think it does goes well with the city, with that riverfront uh, stadium that they're building, and the facility that they're building out there. I mean, uh, they've done a great job of taking care of uh, taking care of the, the, that organization and and those girls. And uh, if you saw the way that that season trended, I mean, they were ended on a very positive uh, direction. So I'm excited for them. I think uh, Brittany uh, and the Longs have done a great job of kind of helping uh, evolve that organization and hopefully it'll be here for a long time.
5: for yeah, your input on the name?
7: No, they did not. I I, I gave my input and it was it was shot down. So, they, I think they came up with a better name than I than I thought. Before, but why is it why is it so
4: important for you and Brittany to be kind of so all in invested on doing things like this for Kansas
7: City? Yeah, I mean, we we just we love this community. I mean, we love the people in this community. How much they support us um, Uh, through the thick and thin I mean that they really they really have embraced me and I've become part of this family and so uh... Uh, Brittany's done a great job with that team of, of, of getting a, a women's soccer team here uh, and the support that the community has shown them already is, is tremendous. So, I mean, it's it truly is a, an awesome uh, community that a lot of great people and I'm ex- I'm excited that I can keep building uh, here as long as possible.
4: Patrick, you said they shot down your suggestion, So the natural follow up is, what was
3: the name you suggested?
7: Uh, yeah, I was trying to work with something with like the fountains. So like, like a fountain city or something like that. But current just sounds way better. So uh, I, I definitely, I definitely lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A
6: <laughs> couple more guys. Go, on,
5: Nate and By. Uh, Patrick. I've asked you this before, but I'm going to do it a little differently. Do you want defensive coordinators to blitz you a little bit more? Um, you're the least blitzed quarterback in the league. Just how much has that changed your, you know, sort of preparation before the week when teams are doing it less and less?
7: I think I just kind of take what's, try to take what's there. I mean, I I, probably, I prepare for the blitz just as much every single week. I, I want to make sure that we kind of keep that where the defenses don't want to blitz us because we're so good against the blitz. Um, but then at the end of the day, I have to get better when they're not blitzing. I have to get better when they're dropping people in coverage, taking the check down, uh, throwing the flats, which I started doing kind of later in the game, this last game. Um, and, and I did it early and late, which is the times we had success. So keep doing, keep doing being better at that. Um, but don't lose me. I mean, whenever the shots are there, take them. I could hit that shot to Tyreek if I put it across the middle of the field a little bit more. Um, so whenever those opportunities come, I have to be ready to strike. And then when they're not there, just keep being smart, taking it, and getting moving the ball down the field. Goodbye.
4: Patrick, I, I don't know if you got to say goodbye to Larry, but I, but I wonder if you did, if you could share anything you might have conveyed to him. But also just the feeling of um, what he did for this team and the arc of his career as a, a doctor and taken last year for the reason he did. I, I, all those thoughts,
7: I wonder what you think about him. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't get to talk to him in person because uh, it happened on a day-off day, and so I didn't get to see him. Um, but, I mean, I, I texted him. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a great dude. I think that's the first thing. I mean, he's such a great uh, person. Uh, he really, truly loved uh, this city, this team, this organization, and he gave back uh, so much to it. And uh, the thing he did last year – uh, with going to be a doctor back in back in Canada was special. I mean, not a lot of people uh, have that heart to be able to give up something that they they truly love and uh, football for a year to go back, um, especially after after winning the Super Bowl uh, with this team. Um, so I mean, it just shows the type of person that he is. And I I give so much. Uh, I told him good luck to, to moving on to the the Jets and and to the rest of his career. If that's football, doctor, whatever it is, he'll be great at it. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Thanks Patrick.
8: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
0: You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now you'll hear from safety Tyron Matthew as well as running back Derek Gore. time that um, the Packers did announce that, that
6: George is going to be starting, how much has that changed with how you guys
0: um, probably not too
9: much. Obviously, Evan um, Rogers is a, is a special player, um, probably one of the most talented quarterbacks in this league. Um, but I think as far as preparation, um, it's all about you know our mindset, our attitude, um, you know, trying to get as much information you know as we can. Uh, pretty sure those guys' offense uh, won't change uh, too much, so uh, it's all about formational recognition and just understanding what's going on from our end. What is the process of getting as much information as you can on a guy that, that hasn't played much in the NFL? Well, yeah, you just, I actually I just asked my coach that about an hour ago. And uh, so you just kind of kind of dig through all the tape, uh, preseason games, um, you know, try to get a feel for, um, you know, what he likes to do. Um, you know, whether that be rhythm throws or, you know, trying to find, you know, his shots deep. Um, I do know he has a big arm. Uh, he can move around in the pocket. So, uh, you know, it'll be a good challenge for us.
4: You have to sometimes find yourself going back to his college
9: tape. Yeah, yeah, I think sometimes you you, you do that. Um, but uh, I, I think he he has a couple snaps, you know, uh, in the NFL, and uh, so we'll look at those probably more than you know we we, we look back into his college, you know, days. He traded
2: for Melvin Ingram
4: yesterday. What are your what was your reaction to Ingram coming here
9: to Kansas City? I mean, I was excited, man. Um, you know, I've, I've watched him. You know, from afar. You know, we both SEC guys, and um, so uh, I've always, you know, uh, liked the way he played the game. Um, You know, uh, I think his talent speaks for itself. Um, I'm more excited about, you know, his leadership and what he's going to provide, you know, on that end. So, uh, you know, I think our guys up front got another guy that they could, you know, use and rely on, and uh, hopefully, you know, he could help complement, you know, the other guys that that we are that we have here already, but. Um, I was excited, you know, I look at him as, you know, one of those guys that, you know, he's a doggy, you know, Uh, so uh, just looking forward to seeing him play fast.
3: How much, uh, how much time do you all expect to to look at film on Jordan? Because obviously last year when you faced off against the the Chargers in the first game against them, you didn't know you were facing Justin Herbert until 10 seconds before kickoff. Obviously you get five days of that. How much time do you, how much preparation are you all going to have, uh, you know, looking at tape on Jordan and trying to? A yeah, a I
9: mean, it was, a, it was a short week for us, you know, already. Um, so i would probably say, you know, today, tomorrow, Friday, you know, we'll get a good chunk of, of information, you know, on Jordan. And, you know, like I said, all the things that he could do well, uh, some of the things that he doesn't handle well, you know, we'll try to expose those things. But, um, you know, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I think for the most part, it's our, all about our preparation, our attitude, um, and really what we able to do from a technique standpoint, you know, play in and play out.
3: One, of the, one of the good thing that you all did, though, the previous two games you all played great second halves. This last game you played pretty much four or four uh, straight quarters. How important is it going to be to continue to it on that in this game against Green Bay?
9: I mean, it's huge. This is a big time opponent. Um, you know, uh, you know, no beating around the bush. I don't think anybody's, uh, you know, projecting us to, to win this football game. I think we understand that uh, it's going to be a tall task for us. Um, but uh, I think we'll be ready for the challenge. How
5: much has the quarterback change? even more of an emphasis on guys like Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and obviously trying to keep it, keep those guys in check.
9: You know, that that's probably who Jordan's going to rely on the most. Yeah, I probably, you know, it doesn't, Devontae Adams is one of those receivers that it doesn't matter who he, who he has throwing the ball to him. Uh, you know, he's a tough cover. Um, you know, the more I watch, you know, Aaron Jones, um, you know, uh, I like the way he runs the football. You know, he reminds me a lot of Delvin Cook. Um, you know, got a lot of straight line speed got a lot of power too you know f- for his size you know really run through a lot of arm tackle so that'll be a tough task for us um and yeah i mean i could see them you know leaning more you know on 33 um obviously 17 speaks for himself but uh, even a backup running back you know aj dillon uh you know he's a he's a tough duty as well so i could see them you know using those guys uh, a bit more
2: Our, uh, opponents have given you guys some problems with screen passes and yeah. Something you can put your finger on as to why you guys have had a little bit of
9: difficulty defending those? Yeah, I think you know sometimes, man, you know, you get in these third and long situations and <laughs> we all excited to, you know, get to the quarterback and, and get a sack. Um, but I think, you know, uh, you know, some play calls, uh, some down down in distances um just require you to just play fundamental football. Um I think a lot of that just comes from, you know, formation recognition. Uh, I think most of these teams run the run the same plays. Uh, most most of the time is out of the same formations. Um, so, uh, just being alert, you know, on that, you know, when you break the huddle.
4: Tyron, what's been most impressive to you um, in regards to what Nick Bolton and Willie Gay have been able to bring in the lineup uh, these past couple weeks? I
9: mean, they've just been coming along, man. Um, it's a lot that's on the plate, you know. Um, you know, as far as this system, this scheme, and just trying to communicate, line people up. Um, you know, but those guys are still playing fast. You know, after they communicate and get everything set, so um, I probably say that's the that's the biggest positive. Uh, that's the biggest you know sign of encouragement, especially as a you know deep defender when um, you got guys in front of you that you know got a little speed to uh, really make plays. You know, all over the field. Uh, so uh, it's been good to see them continue to you know progress. You've
4: been around for a while. How difficult is that communication stuff for, for a rookie to excel that like Nick has been able to do?
9: I mean, it's extremely difficult. You don't you don't see too many um, rookie, you know, middle linebackers, you know, tasked with, with that duty. Um, so to see Coach Spagg you know, put his trust in him, obviously the kid is a, a good football player. Um, he has a bright mind too. I think that helps, you know, slow it down a little bit. But um, he's been a blessing for us, man. Especially with obviously with with Hitch being out, him being able to step in and, and kind of keep it rolling for us. Kairon, um, you
5: guys have been fully healthy secondary these last few weeks. I'm just wondering how much has that put an impact on you to sort of do a lot of different roles in the secondary and how much do you think that'll help you get maybe, as you alluded to on Twitter, closer to getting the ball, more opportunities for maybe making plays?
9: Yeah, I think I think we're coming along. Uh, obviously, um, you know, still a lot of things that, that we could clean up, you know, as far as technique and, you know, uh, I thought we did a better job this past week of, you know, really just el- uh, eliminating explosive plays. I think they maybe had two or three um uh, and that's a good sign um you know so for me um it's not always about uh you know me making uh the big plays or the plays that i'm used to making um uh, i I get more encouragement just seeing us continue to push forward uh, because i know you know uh you know once i am able to make a play uh you know when it rains it pours so uh i just look forward to waiting for my moment um but as long as my group continues to to show signs signs of improvement um, you know, that's all I really need to kind of keep me, you know, happy.
8: How do you split the difference there between, you know, trying to cover some of the stuff at the back end and also wanting to go find the ball and make a play?
9: Like, how do you split that for yourself? Well, I think, you know, I you know, we're 4-4, four and four, so I'm not in a position to kind of, you know, uh, drop my responsibility to go make a play. Um, uh, I think it's all about just trying to be sound, you know, in your technique. And uh, like Coach Spagg said, man, as hard as it is, just try your best to let the game come to you. Because uh, when, you, when you when you go out of your way, uh, you usually, you know, uh, leave somebody else hanging. So uh, I've just been trying to do my job, uh, uh, and keeping everybody else on top of theirs.
5: Couple more guys, Well, will and Vi. So you, you talked a little bit about Melvin Ingram. Uh, I know Andy Ray said he's been in our meetings, uh, and you talked about his leadership. How long do you feel like it'll take him to to be, you know, put out there on this defense? Um, it took you guys a little while to pick those scheme schemes. But how long do you think it'll take him?
9: I mean, he's a veterans in this league. Um, I mean, he's probably heard some of this stuff before. It's just probably different, you know, terminology. Um, uh, I expect him to pick it up, you know, hopefully by next week. Um, but, uh, like I said, man, anytime you can add an extra guy that, that loves to play football, uh, whether it's run or pass, uh, you know, I think it'll help us out big time. So, uh, I mean, obviously we don't want to rush him. Right. But um, I think the sooner the better. Go Tyron, it, it seemed like it was
4: important to you to speak the other day to the social media stuff and... and Maybe even good for you to do. Is that is that how it was? Like you wanted to, I don't know, just express
9: yourself that way. And, and has it been good for you to have gotten that stated? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I've got I've got a, a bunch of great feedback, a um, bunch of positive feedback uh, from that. Um, you know, I think a lot of times things could, you know, uh, be confusing uh, or misunderstood. Um, I think it's important to kind of address it um you know because this social media thing um <laughs> you know it could go either way and people could take it you know any way they they would like to take it so um you know it's just kind of put my face in front of the camera obviously um you know uh being conscious of, of of the words i used and you know the people that i affected and uh you know obviously that, that wasn't my intention but um just happy to to move on from it for real Did it
4: make you reset a little bit are, are you
9: to do yeah absolutely i think anytime you you have you know, a reality check or a gut check or, you know, um I mean just simply being aware of, you know, how other people feel, I think it always kind of, you know, helps you take a step back and, you know, kinda see what what it is that you did wrong or where you went wrong.
3: What's the biggest lesson you learned from besides maybe not pressing sometimes? I'm sorry? What was the biggest lesson you might have learned from that except you
9: know, without maybe not pressing sin? Uh well, like I said, man, you just be, you, you, well, you, you never know who you, um, you never know who's listening. Uh, you never know who you're, you know, going to affect uh, in a negative way. And I think that's important uh, to, to keep in perspective, you know, when you're going back and forth with somebody or you, you know, you're dealing with frustration or, you know, confusion, misunderstanding. Um, I think that's the most important thing
3: what
10: to do with your uh, first touchdown football? Game. Uh, it's in my locker right now. Um, but uh, I kind of dropped it off and Patrick handed it to me on the sideline. And I was thankful for that. You take it home yet? No, not yet.
8: Yeah, I remember during training camp, I think you were the only actual running back that was there for those first couple of days. I think uh, Anthony Gordon might have worked in some, like take some running back reps. Obviously, like you've been getting a ton of work early on and then Obviously, have everyone else who's been around a little longer getting more work. What's this whole process been like for you from training camp, being here training camp to paying off on Monday?
10: Uh, it's been a, a long, a long time coming, honestly. But uh, just taking it each day, one day at a time, take advantage of the reps that I, that I get, um, whether it's one or seven, you know, so that's about it. What
4: type of strides have you made in pass protection that maybe allowed you to get into the lineup?
10: Um, it took a lot, honestly, just working on my technique. Um, Coach Greg Lewis and Coach me just helped me out, uh, understanding um, pre-snap determinations, like what I can work on and stuff like that before the ball's even snapped. Can you describe the
4: feeling of scoring that
10: touchdown after, after this time? What, what, what it meant to you? Uh, it meant a lot, honestly. I really can't put in the words. Um, just, you know, filled emotions, just knowing my background, where I came from, uh, how long it took for me to get to this point. But very thankful for the opportunity that I got.
4: Did you have any additional family and friends in town because of the opportunity that you, you knew you might get
10: Oh, uh, It was my mom and my grandparents. What
4: did it mean to kind of embrace them and talk to them after the game?
10: They were they were really excited. Uh, I think my mom kind of dropped a few tears just knowing um, how long it took for me to get here, but uh, at the end of the day, they were happy.
2: Derek, what told you to stick with football? That if, you, if you stuck with it, there were good things you were going to have a game like you had uh, monday night what, what told you to
10: stick with it uh just my upbringing um my, aunt and my uncle just told me like whenever i start something i never never and never quit um always finish what you start honestly but uh it's been tough but sticking through just believing in god and having a strong um support system with me definitely helped me out were there
4: any nerves at all and if so was there a point where you felt like this was just football i can do this.
10: Uh, not really, um, you know, get, getting a lot of reps during the preseason kind of helped me out and just playing fast and practice, you know, just kind of my natural ability kind of take over in the game. But, you know, obviously you do get kind of nervous before you get out there, but in the day, it's just football. Did the coaching
5: staff tell you that you were going to get more opportunities performing this game or did it sort of happen in the flow of
10: the game? Uh, they kind of told me I was going to get thrown in there, but I didn't expect for me to play that much. It kind of just caught a rhythm and it just left me out there.
8: What's it feel like to be in that, like, five straight carries down there, getting all the way to the touchdown? I mean, whenever you are you looking over the sideline wondering if you're about to head back over there and just keep getting fed over
10: and over again? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I knew, kind of knew I was going to get a couple carries, but uh, once I kind of looked to the sideline and see they were leaving me out there, I was like, man, it's time to roll. When did you realize, like, all right, I'm here uh, I'm in the league? Uh, I think the first time um, I actually got cut. From the Chargers, I kind of knew what the business was like. Um, that's when I kind of kind of hit reality. Like you know, everybody don't get a chance to really do this, so you got to take advantage of every opportunity that you get.
5: It seems like you bring a, a physical, more physical, you know, run game to this to this offense. Do you feel
10: that way at all? Uh, I feel like I do it all, honestly. Uh, catch the ball, block, um, play physical when I need to. You know, lower my pads, play the low pad level, but um, I'm definitely trying to bring that blue collar mentality to the team. So it seemed like a lot of the runs that you had were more of the downhill variety
6: as opposed to the RPO. Just as, as a running back, I guess, personal preference, do you feel like you can gain a better rhythm, better momentum
10: towards line of scrimmage and those kind of plays? Uh, for sure, you definitely want to play north and south. You are not really want to dance too much. So uh, the game is played downhill for running back. so that's what I try to do.
4: Coach E.B. being a former running back in this league, just what have you been able to take away from him on this journey to kind of get this opportunity?
10: Uh, honestly, when, um when I got released from the final cut, he told me that eventually I'm gonna help this team out, uh, to win some football games. I didn't know I was gonna come. Um, but kinda sad that hadn't happened with like with Clyde and stuff like that. But uh it's part of the game, it's football and those guys in the room, um, with their playing experience, playing different games, stuff like big games, they kinda took me up under my up under their wing and helped me out. So I just try to take it from there. Derek, you said that when you scored the touchdown, you kind of ended up reflecting on the hard times too. Was it the cuts that you thought of? Was there anything else that was a sort of a crossroads for you on getting here that you thought back to? Just everything. Honestly, I came out of high school with zero offers, getting cut, working out with my my father, going back to his his funeral home, working working with him, Um, just losing close friends and everything, like who believed in me to get to where I'm at right now. So... It's just a lot. Well, that kind of you in the moment a little bit. That kind of feeling, like it all together, or uh, not, just all together. Uh, not not really the not the moment. Yeah. Probably after the game, because I knew we still had to, we still had to play a lot of football. It was still the first first half. So,
5: with, um, when we talked to Andy earlier, he mentioned your vision, and one of the most memorable plays you've had with the Chiefs was obviously that long uh, screen touchdown pass in the preseason. Just why do you feel like your vision? Uh, allows you to have success when given the ball and the opportunity? And, and can you sort of explain what it's like to trust your eyes
10: as a running back? Uh, That's the main thing that you want to play with is your eyes when you're playing running back. But I think certain things at running back, you really just can't teach. You just got to be born with it. So I just think it's just one of my God-given abilities to be able to see certain things out there. Okay, thanks,
5: Jerry. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.